This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. Only you, only you, you will what, understand, what? understand and appreciate what's about, what's about to happen. happen. Now this goes out to my people representing me, a smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes out to my people representing me. Eclectic relaxation. Now this goes out to my people representing What I'm holding here is the belt that belongs to the real world champion. Oh no, not Hulk Hogan. Presently, the man that owns this belt is under contract to another organization. But in the near future, he may be arriving in the World Wrestling Federation. If so, it would be my honor and privilege to be the advisor of this man. Now, you want to compare this belt to Hulk Hogan's? That would be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. You want to compare the man that wears this belt to Hulk Hogan? That would be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. You see, Hulk Hogan is the World Wrestling Federation champion. The man that owns this belt is the real champion. Thank you for downloading and streaming and sharing. Whatever you're doing with this particular podcast, um, it's eclectic. It's eclectic discussion podcast. But you've read the title. You clicked. You subscribed. You're, you're friends with one of the two people who's on here. So you already know what this is. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, Rushmore series is back. And I'm doing the Rushmore 80s wrestlers with Jeej. Jeej from the Nerd Lunch Podcast. Everyone's favorite Jeej. All the Jeejes you know. Fuck them. This is the Jeej that everyone loves. Please say hello to everyone that's listening. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for that introduction. You're you're making my podcast dreams come true right here on hashtag EDP. <laughs> hashtag is... Yes. Listen, this is the first time we've 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 gone uh, back and forth on a podcast alone together. And what better topic? Wrestling. They won't let you do this as much as you would like to over there at the lunch. No, I'm handcuffed by CT and Pax over there. You know that. <laughs> They're um, uh, Dixie Carters. So, <laughs> so what we're gonna do today? We're gonna do our, our, our Rushmore of our favorite four. 80s wrestlers. Now, see, the, the Rushmore concept is better than, you know, just picking what's the best. Because the best is, best goes one of two ways. You either say these are the best and it's the same list as everyone else has. Yep. So that's fun. That's not fun. That's boring. Or you say these are the best and then when people don't agree, you're so passionate about it, then it turns into a whole. Nobody wants that. And we don't want to have the same list. We want to have fun because the thing about personal favorites is there's some, some, something behind it. it. It reminds you of something. It makes you feel good. And mm-hmm. it's good to debate and talk about. But when you just say, hey, who's, your, who's the best basketball player? It's Jordan. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go get a Slurpee. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's no fun. But when I tell people my favorite uh, wide receiver of all time is Andre Risen, I know Jerry Rice exists, but 
my favorite is my favorite. Anyway. And, and, and nobody burnt down Jerry Rice's house. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> Jerry Rice got to keep all his sneakers. They didn't get put in the tub, <laughs> and, you know, because he was creeping. <laughs> R.I.P. left that. Yes. Lopez. So, so this is what we're going to do. I am going to give you the floor. And you can either give your four for the Rushmore or we can go back and forth because I have four as well. I think we need to go back and forth. I want to I wanna play this out, do a little tennis match here. Okay. I'm going to guess. All right. And I'm, I'm going to let you guess. I'm going to guess that we have two. This I think we have two as well. Be interested to see if we're on the same wavelength here, but yeah, looking at my list, I thought two of them would likely be on yours too. Because I know for a fact the other two are not, <laughs> and that's what makes this great. So, um, 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 guest choice, you go first. All right, I will start with an obvious one just to to see if we are on the same wavelength here. So, um. This would be a guy who's on the best of all time list most people would put together, but he's absolutely my favorite wrestler of all time, and that is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Damn. It does not get any better than him. I mean, you want to talk about the complete wrestler, excellent in the ring, great matches, storyteller, and then you've got those crazy promos and the lifestyle of the four horsemen and yelling at guys in the audience my shoes cost more than your house <laughs> they got the holy you know what beat out of them nationwide and i don't mind telling you i was wearing these 600 custom made lizard shoes and this 13,000 rolex when it happened that's why i'm rick Flair. <laughs> All of it is just amazing. I love Ric Flair, always have. Yeah, um, the robes. Ugh. <laughs> the, the robes. Yes. The, the blood. Oh, and the, 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 um, the flop. The, the flop, the low blow, you know, all the, the, the uh, flip over the top turnbuckle onto the outside apron. Yes, incredible. And, and the obligatory, shut up, fat boy. And, uh, <laughs> In, in the crowd. Space Mountain. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I'm going to guess the inspiration behind my um, Twitter icon, King Slender from Pro Wrestling. <laughs> it could very well be. I mean, there's a lot of similarities there. I think the uh, height and weight don't match when you look on the Pro Wrestling no. <laughs> uh, cart there, but uh, yes. But he was the reason why I that was the wrestler that I choose when I play Pro Wrestling. Because King Slender was Flair and Starman was Stink. Hmm, okay. He did he did the Stinker Splash on the game. And I always thought Giant Panther was Hogan just because he was orange with the blonde hair. Exactly. And Amazon had to be like George's Animal Steel. Yep, I think you're right. <laughs> we should have should have had a Rushmore there matching all these guys up. Incredible. Oh, and 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 we didn't miss this. The Four Horsemen, of course. I mean, yeah, I mean, every group in pro wrestling is just trying to recapture that, you know? 
since then. I mean, everything, Evolution, NWO is trying to go for that vibe. Like, all of it traces back to the Horsemen. If you didn't grow up in that era, oh, you missed you missed a lot. And, I mean, every, every cocky heel, a lot of the rappers, they, they're all taking inspiration mm-hmm. from Ric Flair. So, mm-hmm. definitely have to be solidified on the Rushmore of greatest 80s wrestlers of all time. And we started with not necessarily, um, well, we didn't start with a WWWF, WWF, or WWE wrestler. Yes, and I am glad uh, that uh, we can do that because uh, I feel like I'm in the minority. Like, I was more an NWA, WCW guy. Um, I was introduced to wrestling through WWF, but I always enjoyed, man. Saturday night at 6.05 Eastern, I was there. The the thing was, and I was introduced via WWF, it was NWA and WCW seemed to be the grown folks' real wrestling. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, oh, you know, WWF is scripted, but look at this over here. Now this is real. <laughs> right. Ain't, ain't nobody bringing a parrot down to the ring uh, in the NWA. Uh, shouts to Frankie. But no, <laughs> but no, no one, no, that wasn't going to happen. The, the best you got was a tennis racket. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so since we matched on that one, I'm going to the other one that I thought we had the same but we might not my 1B favorite wrestler of all time because 1A is Ric Flair because it's Ric Flair (sighs) the brother of the poet the brother of Leaping Lanny Poffo one Macho Man Randy Savage. Ding, ding, ding. We have a match. <laughs> so we were. We had two. And that's we did. It's good. It's good that we, we built this connection over the internet, man. I mean, it was almost the uh, Mega Power Sanjay. <laughs> exactly. That could be the gift for this episode. I like that. But, I mean, Randy Savage, he, the famous valet, uh, Pomp and circumstance. He got pomp and circumstance off as a as entrance music, <laughs> and undoubtedly because they could play it without paying any royalty fees. And the funniest thing was, I didn't realize I didn't realize anything. I I just thought, what? Why is he graduate? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I always thought, why? Why did they play Macho Man's music at graduation? Because I think I had heard his theme before I ever went to, you know, one of my cousin's graduation ceremonies. So I was all confused. Like, is he here? What is going on? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, that would be the best graduation ever. He comes out, finger going in a circle. <laughs> like, wait, wait, oh, somebody's about to get it. Somebody didn't pass. <laughs> this is your <sighs> cup of coffee in the big time, right here. Yeah. Oh my God! So I mean, so what, what can you? The the Wicked of Dragon matches. For sure. Oh, when 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 um, Damien bit him. <laughs> oh yeah. Even the Macho King stuff like that worked for me, where he's getting carried down to the ring in a sedan <laughs> chair with Sensational Sherry. Like I loved all that even. Oh, Sensational Sherry. 
everything about Macho Man never, even when, it, remember, it was just on commentary. We're told that uh, Skinner, as nasty as he is, Skinner, Mustafa, Bully, and Berserker, all four of them opposing this Wednesday Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Texas Tornado, the Matador, and just who's going to join Hacksaw's team? Apparently, we're going to find out this weekend during the Survivor Series showdown. The winner gets dinner with Skinner. Dinner with Skinner, a poet, huh? How about that? I'm keeping uh... Must run in the family, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Everything he did, perfect. I even liked when he left and came back in WCW with Gorgeous George. What up, Mott? Oh, yeah! Absolutely. <laughs> Everything Macho Man incredible yeah but the, the king of the ring tournament um got married he got married when he wasn't with elizabeth <laughs> <laughs> but when they were together they <laughs> it's a tangled web we weave in the world of pro wrestling you know the scene <laughs> so but yeah and and you know the probably the best feud of all time the mega powers exploding leading up to wrestlemania 5 like it doesn't really get any better than that year moving up to that wrestlemania that was just awesome stuff 100 percent. yeah that whole saturday night's main event uh where macho finally snapped i lost my mind watching that like that was because i i've never been a hogan guy just to foreshadow a little bit he won't be showing up on this mount rushmore mm. so the fact that somebody went heel on him it's like i'm done with you like oh my gosh i was in heaven yeah because um what what happened he uh he attacked um the barber didn't he didn't he attack barber the barber and then that pissed hogan off or something else happened no it was um liz was got knocked down at ringside and hogan like carried her back this is like during a yes, tag team match yes. and left macho man out there to fend for himself and he just got beat down because it was the twin and, towers right yep exactly yeah, yeah. And so Savage was convinced he was making his move on Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. And he had had enough. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. So, yeah. So, yeah, that. Yeah, Macho King. Then he was, um, he was on color. They never mentioned that he was brothers with, um, Lee Delaney. That was also a thing. I remember when I found out, I didn't believe it. <laughs> I had had some old VHS tape where they were a tag team and their dad was managing them. And I remember like finding that on the video store rack and being like, what the heck? Lenny Poffo and Randy Poffo? What? Yeah. <laughs> Lanny. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good old Lanny. Because they were wrestling like, back then they were wrestling like the Rock and Roll Express. And yep. Craziness. Um, but yeah, Savage. WWF goes to WCW, the whole NWO stuff. You got the Slim Jim commercials around that time. Oh, the Slim. <laughs> Team Madness. With, yes. Uh, Medusa. <laughs> Miss and Madness. Miss Madness, Mona. Molly Holly. Yeah. The Slim Jims. Incredible. I, I bet if you just stopped like 10 people on the street now in 2019, half of them would still associate Slim Jim with the Macho Man. 100%. Yeah. I think that's how iconic he made, like, some 
processed meat snack. I mean, that's amazing. All right, here's a question. Better, okay, not better. More outlandish ring gear, Macho or Ultimate Warrior? I think it's got to be Macho when you factor in the French. tassels yeah. and the yeah, the cowboy hat, all that. Also, okay, here, here's the second thing: more iconic shades, Macho or Brett? I think I'd have to go Brett, but it may be that all the uh, all the gimmicks that Macho Man has are kind of watering down the shades. Okay, that's fair. I, I do I do love that original Macho Man T-shirt, like the purple, you know, with the sunglass outline on it. Like that was the wrestling T-shirt when I was growing up. Jage, I wore that T-shirt last month. Oh, perfect. <laughs> pro wrestling tees, or do you have the original? Um, no, it's pro wrestling tees. They, they, they do a, they do a good uh, replica of that. Yeah. I need to give me one. But I had to have it. Okay, so the choke is done. We've, we've solidified mm-hmm. the Nature Boy and the Madness on our personal favorite Rushmore's. And I'm going to guess this is where we part. I would think so. But, uh, but this is good. We'll give some variety to, yeah. to the listeners. Have some fun here. All right, so what do you got? Who is next? All right, so how I tried to think about this is, you know, not looking at all-time greats, but, like, who are my guys? Like, the guys that I marked out for uh, back in the 80s. And so after uh, Ric Flair and the Macho Man, the next guy that captured my attention was Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Those vignettes introducing him where he's, you know, doing the golf and the basketball half-court shot and... All, all the sports things, and then the gum swat, all of that, I was on board. And then, you know, he was just an awesome performer, the way he would, like, end up, like, flipping when he was getting beat up, you know? Like, he would just sell, like, do these bumps for people. Just amazing. And he got his run at Hogan, and I was invested in him uh, winning the world title. Like, Hogan can't get out of the perfect plex. Uh, I was all on board for Mr. Perfect. I say that, that that is my third. Really? Wow. Listen, because like you said, the vinga, the the he threw the football to himself. <laughs> <laughs> he threw the football, ran, and caught a touchdown. <laughs> He's Mr. Perfect. I mean, come on. And who was who was that? And it was a Minnesota Viking guy. Yeah, I don't remember. There were there were not very many prominent names aside from Wade Boggs that uh, that I recognize not being a sports fan. Hi, I'm Steve Jordan of the Minnesota Vikings. Some people say that Warren Moon is a great passer. Around these parts, they say that Fran Tarkenton is the greatest. I want to introduce you to the perfect passer. That's right. I am the perfect passer, and I understand you're the perfect tight end. What's your favorite route? That would be the tight end option route. You know the one. Got it. Set. Hut. I tell you, this guy is a perfect passer. Well, thank you, Steve, but you haven't seen anything yet. Watch this. Oh, but I mean, so that he had the um, he had the perfect dive. Yes. Uh, the, the basketball shot, but I love the perfect plex. 
I, I great miss, finisher. I miss when finishers really finished. You know, yes. And, and, and my, my favorite thing was they were the master of whatever it was. So if someone else did it, it was like, oh, whatever. But you didn't do it like them, and that's why they ended the match. Exactly. Oh, yeah, the gum swat. I almost, yeah, I would, I would, that would be one of my three wishes. If a genie popped down, I being able to do the gum swat perfectly, that would be on the list. Because that, that is such a great maneuver. <laughs> wow, did you see that? What a throw, what a catch. That was unbelievable. <laughs> no, no, no. That was perfect. That and, again, when he, well, when at first... He um, who was the, who was the, he fought? Um, it was um on the Survivor Series. He was on Andre the Giant's team, and they fought Jim Duggan's team. Yep, and that was good. Um, Intercontinental Champion, but he fought someone. Uh, I think it was the Big Boss Man. And it was just it was just a really good match, and the barbarian or something made it a DQ to run in. Really good match. Then he was in WCW again, Four Horsemen, um, and versus New NWO, mm-hmm. West Texas Rednecks. The West Texas Rednecks. That's I don't know. Song. If, you know, we can't we can't count that in the Rushmore voting because that's that's '90s stuff. But yeah, uh, but... but yes, like he made that gimmick work. <laughs> Rap is crap. That's what it was. I was trying to remember what the name was. They did a live performance. I like country music. I love country girls. I like Willie Nelson. And don't forget about Merle. There's only one thing that I hate. Because it's a bunch of crap. I hate rap. Bobby Duncan Jr. <laughs> Bobby Delco Jr. I don't remember who the other weren't there four of them. Um, Wyndham, right? Kendall Wyndham, Barry Wyndham. I thought it was the younger Wyndham, but okay. I think it was Barry Wyndham, Duncan. I don't, I don't. It might have been both of the Wyndhams. No, maybe it was Kendall. I don't know. I don't know though. But the West that that also happened. Um, Wow! Look at us with. So I'm I'm guaranteeing we do not have the same last I, one. I, I, I well this will be interesting. Um, I, I kind of thought Mr. Perfect was a long shot for this because he didn't really break in WWF till like you know 1988 or something like that. I mean he was in AWA before that, but I didn't know him. Uh, you know, so it was only a couple years in the 80s. But like I said, I was on board as soon as that train was pulling out of the station. And I I I I was on the edge whether I was going to pick. So, this is what happened. I had Flair and Macho. And then I have my last person. Um, they were going to be there regardless. But then, I was trying to pick between Perfect, Magnum TA, and the Million Dollar Man. Okay. The only reason why I loved the Million Dollar Man was... The Million Dollar Dream and the Basketball Skit. <laughs> the greatest heel thing in the history of heel things, as far as I'm concerned. 
it, it's way up there for sure. So, but I said, well, you know what? No, because I actually like watching Mr. Perfect wrestle. And Magnotia had the car accident, so he didn't get to be exactly what he was supposed to be. So that's how I ended up Mr. Perfect. Gotcha. So, but, huh. All right, so my last person, I am going to let you do your last person because I know it's not going to be mine. And my last person is mine for really one specific reason, but I did enjoy him as a whole. But I I want you to, because there's no way that we have all four the same. I would be shocked. Everyone listening to this, we did not compare notes before the show. It's not fun that way. So no, we, we barely hooked this thing up together through Twitter DMs. Guys, we did not we did not share any notes. We we're coming off the cuff here. Yeah. So please, the last person enshrined and your and our personal <laughs> We we could just save on construction costs, do one with like uh five people up there and we're good. Yeah, we or we could just do a um, a two phase like um, uh, the Masters of the Universe thing. Too bad. <laughs> Or many faces, we can just put a big rotator on the top. <laughs> Spin it around, yeah. Like <laughs> so this is one that I struggle with. Uh, Million Dollar Man was on my short list. Nice. Um, and um, I also had um, Roddy Piper on my short list as well. My most um, hated wrestler. Most hated. Um, you know, but he was kind of in and out, and I always liked him for promos, but I never, like, loved him like these other guys that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so the last guy, again, like Mr. Perfect, only showed up super late. He was in WCW, NWA in 1989. He oh, appeared there. Okay. He came from the Orient. He, he was he was from <laughs> Japan. An import from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling had a legendary career after this, but he kind of got sent to the States to earn his stripes, and he was something like I had never seen. We're talking about the Great Muda. With the mist. With the mist, absolutely. And a moonsault in 1989, like, that was blowing my mind. Like, you know, as great as Ric Flair was, he was not doing a moonsault. And he was not a small guy, this Muda. No, no, he's not. He's not Ray Mysterio Jr. You know, he's he's a decent sized dude. Yeah. What a great move! Yeah, because he he was a member of the NWO. Yeah, he uh, was in NWO Japan, and he kept popping back over here uh, as part of the kind of extended NWO family. Wow. Yeah, I would have not guessed the great. Also, by the way. That will look kick-ass carved up on the end of Oh, yeah. If we could maybe get get the mist involved somehow, too. Like, maybe put a fountain in the mouth and spray <laughs> the green mist out. I don't know. Yeah, we, uh, we'll we get it from um, Boston when they when they dump all the stuff in there. But... <laughs> the leftover St. Patty's Day stuff. Yeah, yeah we like, I like that. Wow, the great motor. Yeah, man. I, I loved him. Like, when he showed up, and he had some great matches, too. Like, he had a feud with Sting, and they had a couple great matches. I think there was one on a Clash of the Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is before Sting, you know, kind of was solidly, like, world title level. Um, but, yeah, he was just amazing. Martial arts kicks, the chops, the moonsault, the face paint, the mist. All of it was just excellent. I was I was enthralled when Muda showed up. And all of these things kind of flow together because when Muda was, when he was in the NWA, he lost his championship to Arn Anderson, who was in the Four Horsemen with Ric Flair. It's, it's, it's a lot of connections going on here. There is. 
And I, one connection I noticed uh, at, when I got the, my list done, a lot of heel work on these four guys, like mostly bad guys for a good stretch of their careers. And the thing about me is I almost never like the good I don't like the good guys in almost anything. <laughs> um, but especially wrestling, I can, I'm trying to think of a face that I... I mean, I guess when Ric Flair is... But even when Ric Flair is good, he's not. Right. So, I don't I don't know any... I mean, okay, I, I like the junkyard dog, I guess. <laughs> I mean, good old JYD. Grab them cakes. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, um, okay. So not great Muda is what you're telling me. You're not, not your fourth guy. Not my fourth guy. So somehow we are, we are able to... Um, Keep this, keep this a little different. Um, let's see, because you did a good talk up for you or something. Let's see what I can uh, do here. Um, um, my last guy was um, drafted to the NFL um, by um, the Saints. I think it was the Saints. Um, WWF guy. Um, It doesn't matter. It is one, pun intended, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Interesting. And let me tell you why. Well, besides one, I love the name Mr. Wonderful, and he had a one in the different. That was just... Yeah. If you're gonna write something on the back of your tights, like that's a great pull right there. Yeah, so 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 we're gonna go with that. He was he had like a flare esque robe. You know, he he, yeah. he he came down, but here's here's what happened. And this is I'll never forget this thing. He was wrestling with Hulk Hogan for a long time. And they were <laughs> all right. Before I finish this, greatest manager of all time. Uh, I'll go Heenan. Damn right. Okay, so, so, because <laughs> Heenan was there. This is why. This is why I brought that. So, so they were wrestling, and Hogan got jumped. He got jumped by, oh, who was it? It was just like, it was like a whole bunch of people. It was like, was it Ken Patero? Was he involved? (laughs) But it was like, it was like rude and, 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 and Paul Roma. (laughs) Oh. And so, so what happened was Paul Orndorff ran down and cleared the, cleared the ring, got rid of him. And, and he, he got Hogan. And he lifted him up because, you know, he was getting beat down. And he, he grabbed his hand and, you know, raised it up like, hey, we're here. The crowd is cheering. Real America is blaring. And Ondo just turns and clotheslines the shit out of Hulkin. Oh, my goodness. Ah, sweet justice. And then he just pile drives him like two or three times. And he, he turned. It was the greatest heel turn i ever seen in my life. And because I hated Hogan. With every fiber of my being. I can reflect all the good times we had together, the times we trained day in and out, pushed ourselves to the limit. You know, Paul and Ivan can remember our families, brother, breaking bread together Thanksgiving especially. 
And yeah, man, I can reflect and remember the oath, man, the oath you and I made, dude, to take it all the way to the top. And if for some reason we fell off track, we swore as blood brothers, we'd go down together, man. Yeah, I can see it all now. I can remember. <laughs> Paul Orndorff became my favorite guy after that. Before that, I was like, oh, man, the guy is cool. I, I love I love the one before he's cocky, cool. But then he just crushed Hogan. I said, this is my guy. <laughs> this is my guy forever. For the rest, I, of, for the rest of his life. He's the WCW. That's my guy. Because he was pretty wonderful. <laughs> yeah. He, he was also uh, hanging out with Gary Spivey of the Psychic Companions Network. <laughs> not, not not the best uh, not the best gimmick for him, unfortunately. No, 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 no. But yeah, that um that was my guy. We, we especially you know eighties. Yeah, Paul Wonderful, Mister Wonderful, because he was in WWF like eighty four. Yeah, so, I mean so. people kind of sleep on the fact that like he was in the main event of the first Wrestlemania exactly you know like uh, that's how big a deal he was but wow so we have Macho Man Ric Flair Mr. Perfect the Great Muda Paul Lombard. I don't think um, anyone else if they did this show would have they, they would probably have Flair I think Macho might even be a stretch for some some people because they're not smart like that. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think Mr. Perfect's really we, nobody would pull that. Uh, um, so yeah, it's surprising that we got three matches there. The perfect plex. Okay, tell me this before before we wrap this up. Did you have any other honorable mentions? I know you thought about um, Million Dollar Man. Was there anybody else? So the other one, you know, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, as I mentioned too, but the other one I did not mention, Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm. That dude's promos, even now you go back and watch it, and it's like, what, what is going on here? Like, he is so serious and legitimately creepy and just, like, menacing. And I remember as a kid just thinking, like, okay, yeah, like, that other stuff's crazy, but this dude's real. He's going to kill somebody. Like, he's he's so intense and, and intimidating. Um, and then he was he was good in the ring, too. Like, his DDT is one of the best finishers of all time. Like, I loved watching him work as well. Um, but Let's, just, yeah, those promos, intense. And I say to this day, for all the wrestlers that are using the DDT, which is not even a finisher anymore, but... If you don't slap the back, it's not a DDT. Yep. Jake the Snake. You, you gotta slap the back. <laughs> um, but speaking of Jake the Snake, one of my other honorable mentions was Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, I, I liked him a lot as well. The, listen, when he was feuding with Jake the Snake, and he painted. Jake the Snake's wife face on his tights. Do you think he took like an 8x10 down to the boardwalk and told the airbrush guy, like, here's what I need on these on these tights? Oh my god, we, listen. Because from, from, from what we understand, painting his wife's face on his crotch and ass was not a part of, it wasn't scripted. He just did it. 
Jake didn't know until everyone else knew. And why not, really? You know, if you're going for the legitimate heat, why why not go that distance? Oh, my God. Incredible times. Okay, listen. This is what we want to do. We want to do two things. First thing, we want anyone who's listening, please tweet to us, comment who would be on your 80s personal favorite 80s wrestlers Rushmore. So we, you know, we get a we get a debate going. If if you want to put George Animal Steel and Hacksaw Jim Duggan on there, we won't laugh too much. Not not publicly anyway. No, Bastion Booker was that? No, is that nineties? I don't know. Um, but the second thing, Jage, will you please tell people how to contact you and and how to listen to you? Sure thing, man. So yes, all the things related to the Nerd Lunch podcast can be found at Nerd Lunch. Net. And if you want to find me, uh, Twitter is the best place to do that. It's Nerd Lunch Jeege. J E E G is how you spell Jeege. See, that was simple. That was easy. And this is what we're going to do for you guys, the listeners, because we just did an 80s Rushmore wrestlers. Bonus content. We got another Rushmore to erect. We do. We're going to need more, more stone for this one, I think. We're going to need a shit ton of stone. <laughs> So that's what it is. Look, um, digest this one. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to back-to-back it, actually. Part two, side B, coming up. Um, after you listen to this one, comment. Leave us some uh, some tweets. Who's your rush more? Um, but we'll be back. Me and Jeej, appreciate you. WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guest at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Means that, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? More. I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the queen will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness, he has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me say it. Yeah, let me say it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah, I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute, and there is no doubt about it. Yeah, you mean Gene Oakland. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Oh. 
Wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Outside interference here. Yeah. In my moment of glory. Yeah, now I'm living in a nightmare. And I am the cream. And now, not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt must fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship belt. Because Hulk Hogan, yeah. I am the cream, yeah, the cream of the crop, and there is no one that does it better than the macho man Randy Savage. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter, I'm better than you are, yeah, and I'm talking to everyone in the World Wrestling Federation, and I'm even talking to President Jack Tunney, yeah, I'm on my way, and nothing is gonna stop me. Nothing's gonna stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy, and I certainly don't want to diminish your tremendous uh, God-given talents, but, but I'm very curious. I haven't seen Elizabeth lately. Yeah. She's on the outside of the ring. Does she interfere in matches? Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Yeah. Pure athlete. Yeah. And I've been, uh, yeah, maligned from the top to the bottom. And because I can't handle the macho man Randy Savage, the cream of the crop, nobody does it better.